Monday, February 22nd, and you are listening to Spirit Chat Radio with Lord Dirk and my co-host, Miss Donna DiPietro. Hey, Donna, are you there? Yes. Hi, Laura. How are you? Hi, great. How are you doing, my dear? Oh, everything's good over here. Thank you. Good. Good, good, good. Yep, well, yep. So tell me what has been going on with you. Anything new and exciting? Well, there's always new and exciting things, right? Yes. It's always interesting things, let's just say. Uh-huh. Well, I've gotten a, a couple of calls, um, people looking for me to help them find lost valuables. Let's put it that way. So I'm working on I, that. I think that's awesome. Because they heard from someone, you know, like years ago that I found her valuable bracelet and she just happened to have lunch with these women. So they contacted me. And, you know, there's a lot of other interesting things. But each state is always something. Of course. Out of the the unusual, let's just say, which is good, actually. I like that. Uh, I like that, too. Well, then I have to yeah. ask, so how, how, how is it that you, I mean, is the process any different, I guess, for you when somebody asks you to help locate something that's lost? Is it well, instinctual, well, kind know, of like? It, um, it's strange because it's like I go to the place. You know, it's not all the time that I can do this. It's, um, but it's, uh, it's just I don't know, like I see these things in my mind. Very unusual. Like this this woman, um, you know, I mean, for instance, a few years back, there was this woman who lost her bracelet. It seems that it's uh, 70% of the time it's a bracelet. So she never would take it off, you know, she always wore it. And I didn't even know her, but she gave me a call and I was at work and she said, oh, hi, Donna, you don't know me, but... I got your name from a real estate agent, you know, and this was a real estate agent calling me. And she said, you had found her bracelet. So she said, I I lost mine too. So it was this gold bracelet. So I said, okay, well, I'll, um, you know, if I see anything, I'll, I'll contact you. So um, I was sitting at my desk in my office and within a few minutes, I saw all these visions in my mind and I didn't know really what they meant. Sometimes I'll know what things mean, but this particular thing, I didn't know, you know. I saw, um, first of all, a gold cup. I saw a big red book. I saw yellow flowers. I saw a a small brown house. Now, to me, the house seemed like it was a small house, and I didn't know. I just thought it was a regular house that was small. And then I also saw AX7, and so I... um, I immediately called her up, and I left a message on her um, voicemail in those days. And I said, I don't know what these things mean. And I told her what they were. You know, I said, so the next morning, she got the message the next morning, and she called me up, and she's screaming. And she said, oh, my God, you're not going to believe this. Um, When you mentioned the uh, big red book, she said, that's the book that I have. I keep all my appointments in. And she said on her desk, what she had, like part of her kitchen was her office. So um, she said on on the desk she had um, next to the red book, she had a small brown house. She had 
um, a bill, American Express, that had AX7 on it, just like I saw. She said there were yellow flowers hanging up right there. And she said the gold cup was a gold pencil cup. So what she did, she looked inside the pencil cup because she had little twin daughters and she was thinking, well, maybe if it fell off, one of the children found it and put it in the pencil cup. So she looked and sure enough, there was the bracelet right in the pencil cup. So that's kind of strange. Yeah, so that's that's weird. Well, yeah, yeah. So you never know. Yeah, well, to weird? me, it, it is, and it seems like, uh, so it seems like for you, whether intentional or not, as soon as yeah. you connect with the energy and the intent, uh-huh. so so her declaration, mm-hmm. I can't find my necklace, can you help me, uh, right. whether you intend to focus in on that energy or not, it seems like it just comes to you, and I think well, the blessing seems, in yeah, all of that seems, is you pay attention. I mean, it's, it's really weird. It's like I go there. I go to these places. You know, and this other woman, she called me, and it was weird. It, w- it was actually the same day, so it was a good day. That was very strange that it was actually the same day at work, and she called me. And I, I probably told you, you know, about the heart-shaped pendant, the gold pendant, that she uh, was very valuable. She said, um, she said, I, you know, I've been pulling my house apart for two days, and I can't find it. It's not in a safe or anywhere. So right away, it's like I had never been in her house before, but right away, like I'm there and I'm in the entryway of her house. Like I just walked in the front door. I could see everything in her house. And I said to her, well, her name was Donna also. I said, Donna, um, I see a mahogany chest and in one of the drawers you have white lace curtains. No, tablecloths, white lace tablecloths. And I said, the pendant is in that drawer. So I could see her running down the stairs with the phone to her ear. And she said, yeah, I do have a mahogany chest, and I do have white lace tablecloths in one of the drawers. So she walked over there to the mahogany chest. She says, I'm walking over there now. I'm opening up the drawer. And, like, I could see her. I'm there. And she opened up the drawer, and she says, I see the the tablecloth, but the pendant isn't there. So for some reason, I said, well, pick up the tablecloths, and it's under the tablecloths. And that's what she did, and the pendant was under the tablecloth. Now, was that weird oh, or what? It's almost you know? like you astral projected to that location. I do. Which I, I find that just I do. fascinating, fascinating. Yeah, I and do. I should be working for the CIA or something, don't you think? You should. You should. And You know, it's it's kind of, <laughs> it's got, it, it's so funny because you and I talk about this a lot. You know, you can have these yeah. gifts and you learn to live with them. But still, mm-hmm. sometimes they get a little creepy and weird, even to us, even though it's, like, happening to us. Well, and, it's like, you know. Yeah, it, I know. It's strange. But it's like these people I deal with, they're just normal, regular people, you know, like me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Exactly. It's, it's not like they're strange. It's not. To me, it's not really. I mean, I find it to be unusual, let's say. It's just like this woman, another woman, real estate agent, said she couldn't find her summer clothes. Do you remember that one? And she said, I, I know that. that yeah, and, and, I, and she was a real estate office. You know, she was in my office. So she said, um, I know you find valuable jewelry, but I can't find my summer clothes. So right away, it's like I'm walking down the street um, to her house. And I, I didn't even know where she lived. I knew what town she lived in, but I didn't know where, where her house was, what it looked like. And it's like I said, okay, I'm walking down the sidewalk. I see a house. Um, 
walking up, you know, the walk right now. I'm going up the stairs. I told her how many stairs there were. I said the door was open, so I'm walking in the door. Like the door was open for me. And I said, I see stairs going up to the second floor. But I also told her what I saw on the first floor, like paintings and furniture and everything, the flowers and all this. She said, yeah, you're describing it exactly. I said, okay, I'm walking up the stairs and I'm going up to the attic now. So I walked up to the attic and I'm standing there and I'm looking in the attic. And I said, I see a uh, high chair over on the right side against the wall. I see a, an old red wagon, like a children's wagon in the middle of the room, and it's red, but it's faded, and it has like a stripe that used to be white, but now it's gray. And I said, over on the left side, there's a window, and on the floor, there are yellow curtains on the floor, and under the yellow curtain, there's a bag that has your summer clothes. And she said, oh, no, I've looked up there. I looked all over the place. And I said, no, I see it. The reason why you can't see it is because the the bag that it's in, it's a plastic bag, and it's a similar color as the curtains. So right away, she left, and she went home, and she called me after she went up to the attic because she looked and she saw under the curtains were, were her summer clothes in a yellow plastic bag, which blended in with the curtains. And she told me that in the middle of the room was her... Um, old red wagon that used to have a white stripe, but now it's gray. She said that was mine. And this woman was like, you know, probably 80 by now. And she said on the right side of the room was uh, a high chair against the wall, just like I saw it. Isn't that weird? It's like I was there. Oh like gosh. I can astral it's, project. I can go places. It's amazing. It's, it's so amazing. That to me is just amazing. And, you know, it's funny because, uh, I had an experience with the great uh, Renee Richards, who uh, at oh, yeah. one time we were doing yeah. a, a reading, I think, and and Renee actually described the outside of my house in front. And yeah. Yeah. I didn't know. The funny thing was, she said, I see these polka dots. And she's <laughs> like, there's polka dots. And and I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, Renee, this is this is off. You're um. I'm wondering what's what she's seeing in the polka dots, you know? And then yeah. I looked outside and I realized that in our driveway we mm-hmm. have these odd bricks that are like octagon shaped. And the way that if you were to be above this uh area yeah. they they would yeah. look exactly like polka dots. And I yeah, thought, Oh amazing. my gosh. She was yes, and you know it was it was it was her looking in, and then it just made me feel a little creepy, you know, creepy like uh, that people can even do that, you know. It's like ooh, you know, it's, you get the um, Well, I'm used to it, so it's uh, like I can just go visit, you know. I can go places. I can go. I know people; they might think I'm nuts, but and you know how I had that out of body experience two years ago. This. Uh-huh. Month, right? When yes. I died. Oh, you just well, had an anniversary. That's right on Valentine's Day. That's right. And, um, and um, I noticed that recently in the last two weeks, which was you know at the same time, <laughs> around the same right. time, I've been right. having these like these out of body type things. Uh, 
like going to, because I, I did see the other side, you know? So it's right. like, it's a weird feeling. Actually, I was telling Carol about it uh, when I was talking to her. Um, Carol, the famous numerologist, and she knows what that is. Uh, but it's like, I'll just be sitting down, you know, in the living room or something. And I, I have, like, it's happened about three times. And it's like, I'm going out of my body, like my spirit. And then it comes back. And it's just for a very brief time. And I said, that's very strange because that's similar to how I felt when I was passing over. But, so, um, what, you know, well, what's it's, interesting it's a, to me it, yeah, about yeah. that, Donna, is that that's not unusual. From what I understand, and I've done a lot of, I've taken a lot of classes from a lot of psychics, a lot of psychic mediums, yeah. and what one mm-hmm. thing that is kind of a common thread that I understand from those that have the ability to astral project and yeah. uh, kind of leave and so what's common for us when we're in a state of sleep is for our spirits to check out right. and you know go with traveling you know while we're sleeping but yeah. it's not you know it's a little less common because we're kind of we're we're more aware and we're more likely to be using our head instead of allowing for uh things just to happen the way that they're happening but it it is less common but it it does happen um, so where this is happening actually, when, when I'm awake. This when you're awake. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, when I'm awake. You know, I and I know what, you know, like I'll be uh, in the living room watching TV or something or, or like just sitting there um, thinking about something. And then I can feel like it's actually a feeling of your spirit, but you still attach, you know, like that silver yes. line or whatever. You're still attached. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That, and, and that's, you know, that's the thing. I think, and, I, and then I asked myself, okay, so why is it that that stuff happens and Donna is experiencing it when she's awake and what's the difference between somebody who's yeah. having that while they're asleep? Right. And I'm wondering, is it your, um, is it the, your ability to kind I, of I think understand? I, I, I think, yeah, I, I think I know what it is. It's like, it's like a development of this. It's uh Yes. You know, my ability to do this is getting stronger. That's what I think. Thank you. That's what I was, that's kind of the path I was going down with you, you know, thinking that you're just developing. Because someone like myself would probably stop Mm -hmm. it, not intentionally, but um, because I'm I'm certainly spiritually enough aware and awake uh, to know and understand what's happening to me, but... um, I could, in uh, you know, not intentionally, I could stop it just by a random thought or something that would disconnect me from the process. Um, one yeah. thing, however, that Carol once told me the very first time that she read me, which I thought was mm-hmm. unusual, and I thought, this is when my spirit checks out, because she said, she said to me, she said, you startle very, very easy. And yeah. now think about that. That's a very strange <laughs> thing to say about somebody. Yeah. Right? But the fact of the matter is it's a 100% truth. And when I don't just startle. It's just not like I jump and I'm just this little, you know. Uh, no, I scream at the top of my lungs like somebody walked up and just, like, appeared. Oh, I see. Like, I, oh, okay. I mean, and Carol said to me, she said, the reason you do this is because you are not 
I mean, your body's here, but you're in a different place. And so by the time you come back, if somebody is all of a sudden there, it's, you know, it, essentially she was telling me it's like they just show up. It's like they just one minute they were here and the next right. minute. Yes, right. uh, Jennifer's journey, she's saying remote viewing. And I think that I am, yeah. but the, the deal is I but don't you remember, know, you know, but, what but I was you know, looking um, at. I know some of, the, some of these things, my experience, like, yeah, remote viewing, but it's like I'm actually there. And that time that, you know, I was still single and I was living with my parents. And I was engaged to Al, so we had gone oh, and yes. down to Florida and visited his parents and all this stuff. And you know, and I woke up that morning about seven fifteen, and like I heard my parents calling my name and and saying certain things, like Donna, what are you doing home and all of that. So I called them up, um, you know, later that morning, and my and they said, oh yeah, um, this morning, because I said anything strange happen? <laughs> I said yes, this morning we were out in the kitchen having breakfast. And we heard you come in the house, you know, walking up the stairs, turn the key, walk down the hall, go in my room. Like I went in my room and I shut the door and they could hear me talking. And they ran down the hall to my room and they said, Donna, what are you doing home? You're supposed to be in Florida. But when they got to my room, you know, there was no one there. The door was still open and everything. And I said, oh, what time was this? And my father said, oh, about 7.15. So it was exactly the same time. And we were how many miles away, like from Boston to Miami, you know? What's that? Right. 1,500 miles or something? So it's not a little way. Yeah. Yeah, it's like I was in my house, (laughs) but I was, my body was in, I don't know, it's really strange, you know? And they heard me. So so, so not only do you visit, but you make a big noise about it, right? Yeah, so now I'm going to ask. I guess. <laughs> Why aren't you over here having coffee with me? If you can travel well, you know that what? far, I, I could. You know what? I I should really practice this and see should. if I can do that. Yes, definitely. Wouldn't that be yeah. interesting? Because yeah, I mean that yeah. would just Astral be an projection. interesting. Yeah. Yes. Jennifer, totally yeah. interesting. I would. I would like to. We we need to set this up, Donna. We need to set this up. Yeah, kind I'm of really scientifically yeah, we, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, this this is a very good thing that we should do. These experiments to do this astral projection. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's I mean the 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 burden is going to be on you, my dear, because I don't have that I don't have that. I, that's all you. But <laughs> I'll, I'll have some good coffee waiting for you if you get here. Oh, all for the God's way. sake! Okay, I'll bring some cookies <laughs> with me, but I don't know if they can astral project over there though. I might have eaten them what on is- the way. <laughs> How far away are you? I mean, you're in Washington State, and I'm in Massachusetts, yeah. so that's quite a way. Yeah. We're about 3,000 miles. But it only yes. takes or, a second to get there, you know, a split second. Exactly. I mean, come on. What's what's a second? you got a second. Come on. We of can course. And we have to set it up. We have to set it up so that, like, there are specific things in my room that you would be able to identify and mention on the air. And, you know, we'll talk, we'll debrief the whole thing. I think that's genius. (laughs) I'm, like, so excited right now. We need to set this up. Well, we'll have to try something, you know. I think that would be awesome. Because I'm I'm opening... I'm openly, uh, oh, okay, come on. I can't speak today. I'm having problems. It's Monday. <laughs> um, but I am inviting you for a visit. So you are welcome to meet Casa. <laughs> oh, thank you. 
I'm so excited. This is going to be so much fun. Maybe I'll sit in my new room where all the peace and serenity oh, is, yeah. and you nice. can come visit right. me. Yes, we'll okay. take coffee in my new room. Okay. Okay, that's great. <laughs> and Jennifer's Journey says she travels at night. She prefers it that way. Well, good yeah. for you. I think I I must, too, because some mornings I wake up, I'm exhausted, and I don't know why. So I'm thinking maybe I was really busy last night. I don't know. You know, I don't well, know. you hear of people that, that walk in their sleep and they eat a bunch of food, you know, and they wonder what in the heck, you know, they go to the refrigerator. And I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised that no one has choked to death or something doing that. Maybe they have. You know what? I don't know. And, and it's, you're right. It's possible, very, very possible that, that somebody has done that. I, w- I would imagine with the, the people that actually have that. Yeah. That would just be so. I, I would just really struggle with that. I, and you know, I there was know a, there I, was this um, there was actually a murder case not too long ago. I I don't know what state it was in, but um, this guy supposedly murdered his mother-in-law. Like she lived so many miles away, but he had this um, sleep type, you know, problem, and he would right. wake up. But I mean, he wouldn't wake up, but he would drive and everything. I don't know how he could do that. But oh, fix apparently, apparently, I don't know. It's crazy. So he, um, she ended up dead, and they. I, I guess he he uh, he was acquitted though, because um, are you kidding they said, me? Yeah, he, yeah, he, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure. I don't think. Uh, yeah, they said he had so this he, uh, problem. <laughs> oh my gosh! I can't so even. You, I, I can't. So all you all you single people out there, if you're looking for a, someone like a. Husband and wife, make sure they don't have this problem. <laughs> uh, can know? I get an amen? Oh my gosh, how crazy is that? Weird. How crazy? Yeah, that's that's really crazy. I'm just I glad I don't have that. I'm just glad that wherever I go in the night, my body stays behind. <laughs> that's all I care about. Oh, I'm okay. all good with that. Yeah, I'm good with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's, I'm, but I'm it is. It's an interesting subject, though. It, it really is. I, I mean, I, so I'm serious when I say this. This is a astral project projection throwdown at you, Miss Donna. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see if you can meet. Yeah. Well, I was thinking of um, you know, it's it's like these things are thrown at me, at, um, like um, and I'm supposed to figure them out. It's like investigating. How does this work? Um, so it's sort of strange like this feeling of your spirit coming out of your body just a little bit just a little right. bit you know and then it then it comes right back again comes right back in you know and it's well, happened maybe three times in the last uh 10 days or so but it hasn't happened for a few days well i think that so, that's um, awesome and i i hope you're recording all of this like for yourself somehow like journaling oh, yeah. or something yeah well, good, well good. you know I, I mean i you know it's it's i did write a book manuscript um after al died and uh you know it's it's a good thing i didn't get it published because there's so much more that's happened since then absolutely that is uh unbelievable well i want so. to encourage you to keep the keep the writing going my dear because oh, you have definitely. yeah your your gift never ceases to amaze me, and um, you know I I've seen a lot, but you know there are a few that just absolutely blow me away, and you are one of them, my dear. I oh yeah, so, so nice, thank you. 
no, it's just the truth. That's just the way it is. Um, so interestingly enough, I have to tell you, uh, we did have some activity here at the, at the CASA. <laughs> oh, paranormal activity? Uh-huh. So, oh, good. I, I want to know. Okay, what happened? Yeah. Okay, so you know that my <laughs> husband, my husband John, is the the biggest skeptic. He's also a psychic in denial, but he's a skeptic, mm-hmm. right? And I was in bed the other night. It was like ten ten thirty, yep. and he was sitting watching the evening news, and all yeah. of a sudden, a story came on about a house that was uh, up north from us, not far. But um, it had been, the people in the house had been tortured by these poltergeists that were there. Oh, geez. And that was, was, oh, boy. That was, yeah. It was was crazy stuff. Like smoke detectors being thrown off the walls. And, I mean, you know, scary stuff. And, oh, yeah. you know, I don't I don't want to put a name on the spirit. I'll just call it a poltergeist because they move things, you know, and sometimes it's good energy. Sometimes that's not so good energy. But but, you know, these people were trying to they brought in all sorts of experts and things to try to get somebody in there to help to help them figure out what the heck was going on. And they were basically told there's nothing wrong. You guys are just doing this for publicity and blah, blah, blah. Well, meanwhile, this stuff continues to happen. So they bring in these investigators, these paranormal investigators, high-profile guys that, you know, big reputations and everything else, and they actually got stuff on camera and some really interesting EVPs. So as John was watching this um, broadcast, all of a sudden, he's sitting in the chair, and somebody smacks him on the left shoulder. Are you kidding me? No. Oh, my God. And he, he looked over, and it, the funny thing is, is that the, the position that he was sitting in, his left shoulder butts up against a table, and there's, like, no room. I mean, even if a dog, let's oh, just yeah. say, let's just say something weird happened and whatever. You can't physically get to his left shoulder the way that he was right. sitting. So he's just sitting there minding his own, and somebody smacks him on the shoulder. So, uh, yeah, he got up and, and immediately um, went outside and took a breath and then came in and sat down and finished watching the news. And I thought, okay, he didn't tell me about this until the same broadcast came on the next day. You know, sometimes the next day yeah. they will you know review yeah. what they did the night before. And so then he proceeds to tell me. Now, you need to watch this because this – and this happened to me right as this story was on. Somebody smacked me in the left shoulder, Laura. I'm not kidding. Oh, my God. <laughs> to see this man freak out about something like that was really quite uh, entertaining, first of all. But um, yeah. also, it's it was something that even he couldn't deny, which I thought was probably the most interesting part of it was – you know, he is one that when something happens, he's the first one to try to explain it away and, you know, try to. Well, not unlike yourself. You you do that. I mean, you I always do. go to, to reason first. I and, know. Um, but, but, see, you have an open enough mind to to accept defeat at some point, you know, to say, yeah, yeah that was that was paranormal. That that could not have physically happened any other way. But uh, my husband, on the other hand, will will 
search and reach for things to make it, you know, not what it what it probably is. So, <clears throat> excuse me, for him it was really interesting. Um, I don't know. We I haven't felt anything else in this house, but apparently now they're picking on him. Well, I so, think that um, I think well, you know, I think your house kind of attracts spirits. I don't know if it's the house or that area around there, but um, I would suspect that a spirit with a great sense of humor did that, gave him a whack on the shoulder, just to be funny. Well, it's it's funny that you say that because if <laughs> if it. I would almost think that's something like his sister would do to him. Like his sister does that to him yeah. all the time when they're, I mean, they're, oh. when they're around, you know, they're always picking on each other like that. That's the kind yeah. of, that's the kind of emotion I got behind the whack, you know, like no. he wasn't, it wasn't yeah. like, you know, I want to hurt you or anything like that. It was just like, you know what I'm thinking? I, I'm thinking that it could have, could be someone that has, has passed who knows the sister and him, like someone close to Oh, oh my gosh! I just got a chill. It could be his nana. Yes, it could be his nana. Mm-hmm. Yes, 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 yes. And she's mm-hmm. laughing. Oh my god! I see her face. Oh wow! Oh wow! Oh, I got chills right now. Oh, she yeah, nana so would funny. have that. She said, "I'm going to show him." <laughs> uh huh. Oh, that's that is too so cute. Funny. That is Why so do, funny. I see light, light blue around her. It's light blue. You do? Mm-hmm. Well, hi, Nana. Thanks for coming by. Oh, that my so gosh. Cute. We miss Nana so much. But, you know, she had, I almost want to say that's where John and his sisters kind of get this playful energy was from Nana. Because yeah. she always had this really great sense of humor. She was never too serious about herself. She was just yep. out there. She was so real. It was just a beautiful thing. But yet this woman oh. could also tell us, she could tell you a story, which I thought was fabulous. We sat down with her, and I remember her taking me on the journey that she went through during Pearl Harbor. And oh, what wow. that was like for her, firsthand account, and what that felt like yeah. to her. So she was a, a beautiful uh, person. She had the, the ability to tell a story. I mean, to tell the to tell you what happened in her life in a way that just you just wanted to go on the ride with her. You just wanted to you felt you were there with her going through it at the time. You could see everything the way she saw it. She was just so great at that. And I mean That's it was amazing. just hooked. Yeah, I loved it. And and again, her energy was just out of this world. And it still is. She she's around here all the time. Oh, she's still she around, comes, yeah. Yes, with the hummingbirds, she comes all the time. And they do, the hummingbirds actually taunt John, and he mm-hmm. takes care of them because I think he knows that they're, you know, Nana stopping by. Um, and because that's his, you know, that, that's when he knows that she's here is when he sees the humming, when he actually sees the hummingbird and he can make a connection with it. He knows it's Nana. And so he always makes like an, a special effort. I remember when it froze the early part of this winter when it was very, very cold outside, he would get those hand warmers and oh, yeah. he ta- he taped them to the side of the hummingbird feeder so that their hummingbird food, the liquid stuff that they drink, yeah. would not freeze. So it wouldn't oh, freeze. That's so sweet. He, would, 
That's so he would nice. Take the, yeah. But that's the, the, you know, he wanted to take the extra and, and make sure right. that those birds were well taken care of. And so he's got this really unique connection and his Nana is like everything to him. So uh, he'll be so glad to know that that was, that was her giving him a, giving him a rough time because um, that is too funny. Yeah. So funny. So funny. I know. I know. Uh, but weird stuff happens. And you know, what's really funny about John is, is and his whole family is that, you know, I, you got, y'all know the story about, you know, the, about my one sister-in-law who I say is my, my psychic secretary because, you know, she, right. all the spirits call her first and tell her, you know, tell, tell her to tell me to, to tune in. And, um, the other sister actually is very gifted as well, but again, she's more like my husband in that it's not that she doesn't believe she does, and she's a bit of a skeptic, but yet she just doesn't really want to connect, so she's making um kind of a conscious effort not to connect, which is fine, you know everybody that has these gifts we always have the free will and ability to say that's okay i <laughs> I acknowledge I know how to do this, but I don't want to do anything with it. It's okay for us to say that and um, feel that way. I mean, all of those emotions are totally wonderful. Um, but uh, the funny thing is, is um, is that, where was I going with this? They all have a little bit of a weird thing that goes along with them. And I was in the car with the sister that is the the conduit between me and the spirit um, who's more uh, uses more frequently her gift. And we were on our way to see a psychic and I do not remember her name, but she, she was pretty popular, but she didn't like have her own show or anything like that, but um, she was pretty popular and she was coming in and, and the sister-in-law wanted to go see her and kind of see how it worked with her. And so I said, sure. We drove probably the 30, 35 miles to this place. And by the time we pulled in the parking lot, she parked the car and she looked at me and she said, Laura, this car is full of spirits. <laughs> they joined oh, us about wow. halfway on the freeway. She said, yeah. Are you having a hard time breathing? And the funny thing is, is that at that moment, I was having a hard time breathing. Like, like when you're in a room and it's full, filled to capacity. Yeah. It was that yeah, type a lot of, of a sensation. Yeah. Like yeah. there's a lot of energy. Yeah, energy around. Yes. And and she said, there, there are just so many people here. We literally had to get out of the car to catch our breath. And it's just the two of us. Plus a bunch of spirits that came along for the ride. She said we picked them up on the freeway. They were, you know, about halfway there. She started to notice the energy change. And by the time we got there and she parked the car, it was full. It was like a clown car is how she described it. If you could look in and see it for what it was, she saw it as being like a clown car, just full to the max of, of spiritual energy. So thought it was really hilarious. And we were able to send them on their way we figured because we were going to see a psychic medium that perhaps these people showed up because they were hoping to maybe come through to people you know you know how that kind yeah, of works when yeah. you're like when you're like oh, yeah. on right um you know they they tend to show up so well I they thought, were looking okay. for a ride and they were looking for a ride in your car that's what happened yeah i mean you know what the heck <laughs> 
So anyways, <laughs> that was funny. But weird stuff like that happens happens when we're together, I will say. Uh, oh, that's We nice. don't get to get, get together very often. But when we do, it's nice to have somebody else on that journey with you, you know, to I know, like, I look know. at and say, is this really happening? Because <laughs> I don't believe it's happening right now. But, yeah, uh, that's, that's really good. It's fun. All right. Well, Miss Donna, I think we yes, do dear. have a caller. I just want to say to everybody, thank you so much for dialing in a little bit early tonight. We're, we are about 30 minutes ahead of schedule. I have a conflict uh, this evening, and I've got a little event that I need to go to. So thank you for, for dialing in early. I didn't want to cut the show short today, so we just started a little bit early. So I appreciate you guys um, listening in and being with us here so we do have a caller, if you are ready, Miss Donna. Oh, yes, definitely. Oh, okay. We are going to take caller 978500. Hey, girls, how are you? Good, I'm how good. are you? Good. I'm What's calling your name? Ann. Which? Ann, oh, hi, okay. Ann. Ann. I just have a feeling that I'll have some people coming through. I just know it. I see a lot of, I see three people around you. Yeah, they're going to come in. Yeah. I have that feeling. Well, do you have a specific question? Oh, go ahead, Donna. I'm sorry. No, I I just want to know, Ian, um, do you, it seems like you have the gift to communicate. um, I think I do, but it's really not that developed. Yeah, because I, 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 I do, do see um, I do see that connection. I think that you know I've been on the, the journey a long time, and I worked on it harder at some times than others. But um, I'm just feeling uh, I recently lost someone in my family, or a number of people in my family, and I just feel like. Um, I know they'll communicate with me. I I I found solace in that. Hello, Donna. Donna, are you getting anybody specific? Yes. Well, Ian, what I see, and I don't know if these are people that um, passed away recently or not, but I see two women, two older women, and a younger um, male. Okay. Well, the women could be my could be my mother. Um, yeah. Mother. Was there a mother and an aunt, maybe? Because um, these women yeah, they, they look they look similar. Yeah, they, it's funny. I talked today with my son. I said um, we talked about how they were like best friends, and they passed away like six weeks apart. They were best well, you know friends. What? Like you know, you know what? You know what? Maybe that's why I saw the young man because you were talking to him today about the two of them. Yeah, that's so. A it's good like point. he was involved in the conversation. Yes. So that's why. Oh, yeah. So if they 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 step forward, they're there. Yes. Yes. So and I'm, they're very I'm, happy. They're like the sweetest people, you know. Yeah, they are. Yes, they were good so they, people. So they they passed away just like six weeks apart. 
Yes, they did. They were friends, best friends for 85 years. Wow. And, you know, that's similar to my mother and her sister. They passed away um, six days apart. Well, that's something. But um, I was with my son today, and do they Mm -hmm. have any advice for me advising him? Well, I think that he knows um, what's, uh, what he should do. You know, it's, it's his decision about things. But I think um, he'll come to, a, to logical decisions. Yeah. And not to worry too much about him. Okay. That's good. Yeah, because you've been worried about something with him? Yeah, he's a, he doesn't seem happy, and he has a baby now. He oh. doesn't seem. He seems okay, like he's so. Yeah. He's having so, a. He's struggling. Yeah. How old is the baby? The baby's gonna be a year old in March. March yeah, third. So all right. So he's not happy. No, he's well, not happy. You know. The girl. Well, I don't know, think she's stable. Yeah. You don't the think mama. she's stable? Yeah. No, she's a little, a little bit out there. And I I think he he feels like now he feels like he has to stay for the baby. Um he doesn't really have to. Uh, he he'll have to make up his own decision about what to do. But um who knows, he might even get custody of the baby. Right. You know, would he want that, do you think? Uh, I think he's committed to a child, but I think that he's had, you know, he's a late bloomer, so I think he's had a lot of, you know, he's had a lot of realizations in the past couple of years that maybe he should have listened. Yeah, yeah, there's there's a lot of things, yeah, there's a lot of things he, he has to go through, a lot of things. But I think um, when the child is three years old, uh, you know, your son will have grown up quite a bit. And uh, there'll be a good decision made that will change a lot of things for the better. Oh, good. Yeah. You know, it's just one of those things in life. Life is not perfect. So you go along and there's all these bumpy roads and things, you know. Right. Oh no, I I'm we're survivors. We're not victims. We we rise to the occasion. Yeah. Yeah. We'll do the right thing. That's good. I'm glad to hear you say that, Anne, because I am I am getting some information for you specifically around you. Um, You are coming to the end of something. It feels like a personal journey to me. Maybe a time of, um, you may feel like you've been going through a little bit of a test or a learning uh, a learning time. Uh, the, something is coming to a close right now with you. And you're going to start to turn a corner. Things are going to change. You are moving towards um, a new level of understanding and awareness. I don't know if that makes sense to you. You already, it feels to me like you're on the verge and you're very curious already, almost as if something inside of you, like the fire is just 
starting to get going, just starting to burn. You see, you know, it's gone kind of from a, a an ember to a little bit of a flame. And I look in the future for things to start to just really uh, move forward for you. But what's going to be important for you during this time is to take the moment and go through the learning process. You have a lot of learning to do. I don't know what that looks like. I can't tell you. But what I'm understanding for you is that this is going to be the time when you are like a sponge because you crave the information. You're naturally curious. And I almost feel like you're <laughs> you're almost trying to figure out why you're curious about certain things. Like you're looking at a lot of things in a different way or looking at things that you wouldn't typically look at in the past, things that are kind of surprising you about yourself. You're learning about yourself and about other things, but you are like a sponge. Like you will not, as you start to really embrace this time, you will not be able to keep up with your drive to get information and to learn. So this is a very important time for you. Please know and understand that. You do have a lot of spiritual energy that's going to really be blossoming in you. Um, an awareness. This is this is the time for you. Start tapping into that. Whatever that looks like for you. So when we started this conversation, I know Donna picked up that you may have uh, some ability yourself. Um, so what I'm talking to you about could be that. But it could also just be opening up to a new way of, of seeing things, opening your spirit up to, to embracing other possibilities. So it's not necessarily about the psychic. You know, you have to understand the spirituality and psychic abilities are not the same thing. So uh, one certainly enhances and helps the other, but, but they are not necessarily the same thing. You can be very spiritually aware and not have any gifts at all. Um or you can have them both. They they can live independent of one another. I guess. I, I guess you have to be a little spiritual aware, uh, spiritually aware to embrace your psychic abilities. So you have to first of all have the understanding and belief that that this is possible, right? Um, but you don't have to be spiritual, and a, you know you don't have to be a psychic to be spiritually aware. So wherever you want to go with this is completely and totally up to you. But this is the time. So that I'm seeing like a big, like, this is X is the spot. This is the time you need to, I mean, like it's being driven home to me right now. For you, this is learning. This is learning. This is learning. And just be the sponge. Just be the sponge. Soak it all in. Take from it whatever you can because it's going to benefit you because you have a desire to help other people. Like you have a very small tolerance for people who um, who really don't take responsibility or don't want to help themselves. But you want to, on the other hand, help people, not have to feel like they need, you know, they need assistance. You want people to kind of man up and learn how to take care of themselves, I guess is the best way that I can describe what I'm feeling about you. And through the learning that you're going to go through, you're going to be able to help people help themselves. That's what I see for you. And I think that's really a direction that you want to go. Like you just you just want everybody to feel as good about things in general and about yourself and your capabilities and your abilities to 
just go ahead and pick themselves up and move forward and not be stuck and be in a situation where they don't have to get out of and what to do about or whatever. You want people to start being able to take better care of themselves and know and understand they are powerful in in and all by themselves and they have it within them. And I think that that's a message that's kind of at the, it feels to me that that's like your spirit song. You know, you have the power to be the best you that you can be. So I'm here to tell you, you have the power, and to be the best you that you can be. And this is the time that you're going to learn so much more about yourself. You already know a lot about it. You're very self-aware, very self-aware. But you're going to, like, what you are going to learn during this time period just far excels anything that you could have even imagined you wanted to know. Does that, well, that sounds good. Yeah. I, I'm I have to say that I I am someone that now knows that I can manifest. I manifest things. I can be one place and end up someplace else that I never would have believed could have happened to me. And and it's you have to believe you can do it and I'd say it and sometimes I say, Am I saying it and it's never gonna happen? And you know what? Some things I've manifested have been so wonderful that I, I'm, I'm a manifester. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah, I totally connect with that with you, Anne. You you are just – and the reason that I say that is because I saw me in you. I saw me in you. I was shown me in you in that the new and unexpected things. So, you know, at when I'm 38 years old, I sit down and think I can write a book. I've never I, – I mean – I don't really enjoy reading a book before this time period in my life. But yet I think I'm going to sit down and write one. So, you know, it's just it's just mind-blowing to me how, you know, all of a sudden I look back to the person who couldn't even pay for her own groceries the day she graduated from high school because she was so backwards and afraid of people and all of that. So now I'm writing a book and I'm putting this all out there and I'm just happy to share it with anybody who wants to hear so it's just that it's just such a it's such a contrast in the person that I thought that I was. And looking back, it's that growth and it's that it, and it just seemed to happen overnight. And I felt that about you, that it's going to happen very quickly for you. Like you're going to all of a sudden wake up and go, oh, I can do that. I want to do that. And you will do it. You'll do it. You're just going to do it. Well, I see that. I see Very that positive. too, Ian. It's like it's like you you're going going to take charge. I can see that, and you make very yep. good decisions. Yes. I I want to just I do I am a helper. I am someone that you know I do want to help it help the you know people and I I I'm I'm in a place, but you know you have to stay positive when. And not in surrender when your kids or people are telling you all their troubles. Because I think oh, I, know. I carry their burden. You know, I'm a, I'm one that carries the weight of other people's energy. Yes. So it's hard to detach at times, but this has been wonderful and uplifting, and I uh, appreciate it very much. Oh, that's great. Well, thank you so much for calling in. We really appreciate I know. it. That's wonderful. I love yeah. talking with you. Okay. Yeah, you, All right, girls. You've got great energy, darling. Take care of yourself. Okay, honey. Yep. Yeah.
Visit purpleplates.com today. For over 40 years, the Purple Energy Plates have been delivering amazing results for their many customers. Inspired by the great genius Nikola Tesla, the harmony, healing, and energetic effects of the place have proven over and over to be beneficial and often miraculous to thousands of customers. With their money-back guarantee and the many benefits, how can you afford not to get one? Check their site for daily specials and choose from their many energy products. You won't be sorry. Visit them today at purpleplace.com for mind, body, and spirit and Expect a miracle. Expect a miracle, everybody. We are back. Don, are you still with me, dear? I sure and heck am. Here I am. Alrighty. Alrighty. Well, I'm just gonna yeah. do a quick, quick uh, shout out to the chat room. I have got with me, obviously, my wonderful co-host, Ms. Donna Di Pietro. We've got oh, a few you. guests with us tonight. Um, so you guess, if you want to go out and get yourself a BTR account, it takes just a matter of seconds. It really is quick. And then we can chat with you. So we'd love to, we'd love to hear from you. So go out and get yourself one if you want. Um, but welcome in. We're, we're glad you're listening with us tonight. We have Ms. Jennifer's Journey. Hello, darling. So glad to see you. And Wildflower Wind, we haven't seen you. Hello. It's been, it's been a while, I think. Good to see you. Good to see you. Thank you, everybody, for for being with us. So, so very glad everybody could kind of adjust to our modified schedule this week. So, Oh, yeah, and Carol Don, was here, too. Carol's here. Carol was here, too. Yes. I yeah. She left chat, but I'll bet you she's still out there listening. Carol, we dig you, baby. Oh, yeah, yeah. Our favorite numerologist, your number four cast. That's right. Carol. That's yes. right. Yes. yes. All right. Well, our next caller that we are going to take is at area code 253204. Let me go grab you. Oh, hello, hi. caller. Are you there? Hi. What's your name, darling? Yeah. Oh, um, my name's Holly. I just tuned in, so I'm not sure. Do I ask a question or do you get a message from Spirit? Well, it could happen either way, but first let me ask you this, Miss Holly. Where are you calling from? I recognize that area code. Oh, Seattle. Well, I'm South Me Seattle, too. but Seattle. Me too. <laughs> oh, you're, you're in the heart. You like that. <laughs> yeah. Yes, in Seattle, Seattle? Because I'm in Auburn. I'm south. Uh, you're probably, I could probably throw a rock and hit your house. Oh, my goodness. I know, That's right? That's so cool. Are you on meetup? Pardon me? Are you an, on Meetup? Do you have any like Meetup groups? No, I don't. Early? No, okay. I don't. Just Do you? Are you aware <laughs> of any though? Are you on any? Oh, there's a lot, but I haven't gone to one yet. I'm kind of. Oh, uh, I've always wanted to, but like you, I'm a little shy. Believe it or not, yeah. it's true. I'm a little shy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I hear a little bit of an echo. Do you? Do you have us on speaker or something? No, I took you off speaker, but this cell phone is having problems. Oh, okay. Well, we'll bear. It's not bad. It's not bad. We'll deal. We'll deal with it. Okay, Holly. So do you have a, I will ask you, do you have a specific question for us that you really want to know or? Oh, uh, well, um, I was thinking about taking my ex back to court for visitation for his son. I never had children, but he was my oh. stepson for eight years. 
So there's a, you know, since he was three years old, so there's like a bond there, but he won't let me see him because he's mad I don't want him, you know. Oh, that's terrible. It is, but I want to see the boy, so I was thinking of taking him back to court for step-parent visitation, <laughs> if there is such a thing. Oh, first of all, let me just say I, that I, that is, that is uh, just amazing to me. Um and unfortunate that you have to go through that. But I think it drives home the point that, you know, we live by the, I've been married a few times. I've had children with, you know, two different fathers and, and we have always lived in this house that, that there are no steps in this house. And uh-huh. my husband, my husband has, has looked after and loved my children just as if they were his own. So I think yep. just, if it makes you feel any better, I think he'd be in the same boat if we were in it never together. Do you know what I mean? Like he yeah. would he would want to continue to have a relationship with them. So um very admirable and, and wonderful that you you have that connection with with the children. So um you know, again, sorry you're having to go through this. Um but I think that it's it's great that you that you have loved them as, as deeply and connected as you have been Donna um are you picking up anything because I am getting some father energy coming through for Holly yeah I saw an older man too when she first started to talk grandpa now Holly um what about the child's uh, mother is she in the picture at all no she has no visitation okay. rights she's oh, in southern okay. California oh, not even okay. in the same state yeah, I mean, I I would think that you you would get visitation rights. You know, that's that's not right for him to do that. Not he's to really allow mean. it. He's a he's a very mean person. You know, and and the, I'm sure the child loves you, and that's going to affect him too. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Can I ask how old is the child? You know, he'll be twelve next month. Okay. Because the message that I'm getting, strangely enough, is that there will be a decision in the future um, by the child to connect with you. Oh, oh good. Um, so, from a from a legal perspective, I, and I'm not an expert in law or anything like that, but I've been through, you know, some stuff. Yeah. Um, I do know that there does reach a, a, an age where the children can decide, you know, make decisions about who they you know, want to see and, you know, that type of thing. Yeah, now, you know, go ahead, I'm sorry. Well, I was just going to say, typically it's, you know, uh, parental, you know, uh, you know, it's it's the biological. Um, but I I would venture to guess if you kind of let it be known to this child but by whatever means that you are looking to do that, and I would recommend highly that you get some some counsel in this arena because I have no idea um, yes. how to even, you know, provide you some guidance there to see what is possible. I mean, look, these days grandparents are going after custodial rights to, to grant. Oh yeah. To their a lot. I've seen Do that you know? already. Yeah. 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 I've seen a lot of oh. that. Yeah. It's not. I tried uncommon. for custody, but I didn't have a lawyer. So I, I lost pretty bad, but because um, I don't think he's safe there because, his older brother is choking him, and that's like serious. Oh, no. He could, he could act, accidentally kill him, and and that's why I got so mad and, and and took him to court to try to get custody. But 
I didn't have proof, you know. Uh, I didn't. Yeah. I lost. You're. You're. It's too, I, I. Yeah. I don't know if this is, I know, I heard you say, you know, your grandpa, I'm not sure if this feels very fatherly, but, um, you know, depending on what your situation was with your grandfather, that could also be true. It doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, mm-hmm. uh, did you, I mean, did you spend a lot of time with your grandfather? Was, was he a pretty um, significant person in your life growing up? Only when I was little. Because then my mom stopped, stopped talking to him when I'm about fourth grade. So okay, that's I really loved him when I was little. He was a sweet, sweet man. I will never forget how sweet he was. Yeah. My gra- yeah, my grandmother was mean. <laughs> oh, no. I, I think that, I think, honestly, if I'm going to be honest with you, I think that's why he's coming through. Because if you are currently going through what... Um, you know, you're trying to, I don't know how to say this, but I see a... Oh, I know what you're saying already. Do you know, you know, so yeah. uh, you're not being allowed to see this child. It's not your fault. You want to connect. And, yeah. um, you know, the the same was true for you for as a child. For my grandpa. Right, right. Yeah, because it was the women he, fighting. It was my mother yeah. and her her mother, my grandmother. Yes, that's huge. I knew exactly what you're saying in the beginning. Yeah, that's, Aww, I, that's what Grandpa I Grandpa wanted to see me. That's so sweet. Yeah, he's... He I know. He knows know that you're going through you. this. Yeah, he, he knows that you're going through this. It's very emotional, and he wants to give you support. Yeah. Because he's a kind, loving person, and so he are really you. Is. He knows yeah. what you're going through because he went through something very similar. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's too bad you hadn't have adopted the little boy. Did you I ever know. talk about that, like to adopt him? Oh, no, the were... ex wouldn't do anything. He wouldn't, you know, like no. even like to set up a will or, you know, do anything like that, like responsible. Oh, my gosh, no. It was like a, I yeah. would say, you should do this, you should do this. Uh, nah, nah. Oh, he was just yeah. such a jerk. Well, Holly, so I'm telling you, this is this is what I I I can't. First of all, it's almost overwhelming uh, that I feel so connected to you uh, seeing this child in the fu- like in the future, and it's going to be the child's choice. So yes, please, no definitely. one understand. Yeah, there, like there's going to be a shift. I see a real energy shift now. Uh, Thank God. It's I, but I, but but I, I think. think- Something. It's going to take the child. Go ahead, Donna. What do you see? Yeah, well, well, you know what I see? I see in three years that hmm, this child, so how old is he oh. now? He's 12, but he's going to be 15. By the time he's older, he's going to want a, a relationship with you because now it's going to be kind of strained and it's going to cause him harm and he'll be so sad and this and that. But eventually um, he'll be back with you, you know. Yeah, well, that's a long time, three years. I know, but it does go by quickly. I know, but I'm just worried about his safety. Like if the brother's yeah. going to choke him again well, or... Yeah, I know. What you need to know, what... Here's the thing, Holly. Um, I So what I'm being shown, oddly enough, is um, I see the situation in this way. 
your ex is a certain kind of way. And you have a, you have a unique ability to know what he's going to say, how he's going to act, how he behaves, how he's going to respond to any one given situation. Okay, that's yeah. what I'm being shown. You already know. So yeah. what I'm being told about that is that you need to take that and use it to your advantage. So now you're not succumbing to his will. Consider it. Um, helping yourself. It's like walking up to somebody and saying, let me help, let me help you. Let me, let me help you see what it is that I'm trying to say or understand me in a different way. So, you know, you are very unique in that you have the ability to know how to communicate with this individual. And sometimes it's not conventional. I got one of those in my past and it's, not easy to communicate like you would any other normal human being because they're yeah. not normal. But, yeah. but we have, and you don't have to stoop to their level. You just have to know how they're going to respond and know what they need to hear. What are the key words they need to hear? What's important to them? And figure out how you can take what it is that you need and apply that to this individual and figure out what's the best way for me to get what it is that I need out of him, how will he give it to me? I know how he won't give it to me. How, what will relate to him to help him understand what it is that I need? So I think you have that ability. I see that. The cards are telling me that. I feel it with everything within me. Like you have the ability. You just need to tune into it. You need to step aside from the emotion of it all and yeah. just sit back. And look at him and the way that he processes things. It's like when I'm when I'm at work, I, I, I say there, there are kind of two groups of people. You have people that when you're in a meeting with them and you're giving a presentation, they want to see nothing but the big picture. They don't care about any of the little details, how we're going to get there, none of that stuff. They want to see the big picture. Once they understand the big picture and you sell them on the big picture, then they are in a position where they're willing to say, okay, now let's figure out how do we get there. There are also other people who can't see the big picture until they see all the little steps that it's going to take to get there. So it's just about knowing your target audience and figuring out how to reach them. And I think that that is very true when it comes to your ex. You know, you know what this person is like. You know how to reach Mm -hmm. him. You just need to... Stand back from the emotion of it all and look at it as if you were trying to decode a book. You know, how would I approach this situation for this person? Because it's not always the same. You know, as well as I do, we can't talk to them like normal people because they are not normal people. Normal people, people with good manners, they do not act this way. Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. They don't, you know. So I think you have it within you to figure out. What I'm also saying, uh, seeing for you is that, you know, I feel like your grandfather is looking over this situation, like with you all the time, looking over the whole picture. He's showing me the whole thing. He's showing me the whole thing. wish you could see my hands. I'm sorry. I'm showing you the whole thing. Um, <laughs> he is, he's telling me, you know, that you need to, to know and understand. He, he's, he's looking after. He, he is there to help. Um, he's with you. He's showing me. He's walking by your side. He's with you. 
Um, he's telling me that you've already asked for help from the divine. He says you need oh, to, yeah. you, yes, he says you need to acknowledge that. You need to remember what you asked for. You're going to be, you're going to see it. So please, please know and understand when we ask for something for help, um, we have to believe it. We have to almost uh, thank the universe before we ever see anything that tangible that we can put our fingers on and say we made it there. We need to have, this is where our faith comes into play. And I'm not talking about, you know, religion. I am talking about our ability to accept things that we cannot see, except that our situation will go in the right direction. So I see that for you really big. The universe is already, they've heard you. They're already saying they're on top of it. So have that faith, believe in, believe in what it is that you've already asked for. Know that, there are already many people on it. They got people on it. And so please know and understand that. You you know, and your yeah, grandfather. Yeah, but don't I have to help? Don't I well, have to do my part down here? Or do I just do sit need, back? No, no, no. We can't be completely hands off. You, you, you're you yeah. 100% correct. You need to be trying to move forward in the appropriate way. Like I, I'm not trying to discourage you from going to get an attorney and seeing what you can do. Oh, I know. Uh, yeah, that absolutely. Um, but don't try to force something. So if you keep running into roadblocks, you you need to tap into you need to tap into your intuition. If you run into roadblocks while you're going through this process, you need to take a step back and say, "Am I trying to force this where it really should not be forced?" And mm-hmm. just kind of channel the energy a little bit and figure out: Does this feel natural? Does this feel like this is the way it's supposed to happen? Be in check with your gut. So do the gut check. Ask yourself a quick question. Do do I like the way this feels, yes or no? If the answer immediately is yes, then move forward. If you if if you answer the question, no, I don't like the way this feels, if you just want to stay, take a stack, that's probably not the way that you want to keep going. So you always have to learn kind of to be in tune with it. What would really help you as well is to take some time in meditation, time to yourself, whatever that mm-hmm. is to help kind of clear out the negative energy around this. You always want to approach this situation with clarity. You want to you want to be clear of all of the emotional stuff that goes along with it. Don't let yourself get sucked in to the vortex of nasty yeah. with this guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, I think I'm kind of past my anger. It's been almost a year. But, you know, to be honest, he lives with my mother, and my mother sided with him, so there's a lot more to the story, you know. Oh, girlfriend. Girlfriend. And they live three streets over. It's just... I'm telling you, I do see there's a resolution. I, I do. And I... You know, the the situation with him living with your mom certainly makes things more complex, but it may also give you more of a chance to resolve. It, it may actually be the weird factor that helps turn this thing around eventually. I like that, the um, weird factor. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you get where I'm going with this, but yes. I almost feel like that unique circumstance might actually be the thing that the circumstance that actually turns the table on the whole situation 
where he may come to a place where he can see it. And maybe it's you having that ability to stand back and communicate with him, not on his level, but on a level he'll understand where you're actually getting through to him. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, and so maybe it will help healing across the board. Maybe whatever, whatever may be broken in your relationship with your mother or, or him, maybe it will heal just enough to get you through this. So, mm-hmm. you know, I think you're, I think you're going to be okay. I think you're going to be okay in this, but, but please, you need, you need to stand in your truth, believe in yourself, mm-hmm. believe that those from up above are certainly looking down on you. Yeah. Don't sit back and wait for th- something to happen. Go with your energy and your feeling. What do you feel you need to do? And you already have a connection to this child in 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 a way that would be um, instinctual. So mm-hmm. you need to use that. Use that. Yeah, and I told no. you we had a past life together, me and a child. I just got a chill. I don't know if that's. I don't know. I just got a chill when no, you said people that. told me that. Yeah. People yeah. Told me that yeah. Before. That's, That's why awesome. I just, I'm not giving up on him. I'm not, I don't care if I look silly, I'm not giving up on him, you know. There are no silly questions. And what, <laughs> you know, you you have to think of it this way. I mean, who's going to, I, I mean, I, I'm sure there's always somebody out there that's going to raise a fuss. But what's the guilty of loving too much? I mean, let's, come on, let's be real. I mean, yeah. in, in this case, you want to protect a child, you love a child, you want to be near the child. I, I mean, come on. Seriously. Um, now, it, in a court of law, how that is seen, in in my mind, um, you know, that's that sometimes throws reason out the window. We all know that, right? The wrong decisions are made by the courts all the time. Well, but, yeah. But you have a connection, and and. In many ways, Holly, that probably, with your ex living with your mother, probably helps keep you connected in a way that you couldn't be if he was on his own and disappeared, right? True. Yeah. If he wasn't using so there, her. <laughs> yeah. But but so there you go. I mean, you know, uh, you at least have the ability to tap into what's going on, even though you may not have a, you know, the greatest relationship with anybody in that house right now because of the situation, at least Mm -hmm. you know how, you know where they're at, you know, you know, you know. So yeah. And if something bad happened, he could run down the street because when that he was choked, he did run down the street to my door and just calling, you know, where does the other boy live? Does he live there too? With him. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Well, what kind of a relationship do you have with your mother? I mean, can you go no, visit no. her or not? No, I haven't talked to her in five years. Oh, wow. No, Yeah, she interfered in our relationship big time and still doing it. Yeah. A troublemaker, huh? Yes. Yes. From years back. <laughs> That's too bad. She did the same thing to my sister. It's hard to take wow. her kids and um, come in between her and her husband and take the husband's side. And then she turned around and did it to me 20 years later. I'm just like, Does oh she have God. a problem? Um, does she have a drinking problem at all? I know, you know she drinks. She used to be a full-blown alcoholic when we were kids. Now she I just puts like Kahlua in the coffee. Because yeah. I'm wondering if she, if she uh, 
takes other things, you know? I wouldn't be surprised. Probably um, pills from the doctor. I don't. I couldn't imagine she would take any illegal drugs. Um, does she stay home or does she have a job? She's a mail lady. Oh, okay. Okay, civil yeah. servant. All right. That's yeah, a good so I don't one. know if she's, if she's still working there or not, but I heard she was. Yeah. And then what, what happened with your dad? I never met him. He, oh, oh, I see. Okay. He yeah, was married he five times. Oh, no. Wow. <laughs> I could go on and on and on. Well, you sound about like the most normal one there. I am. The That's normal. what I think, too. I, yeah, you're the normal one. So how in the heck did you get into that family? That's what I wonder. I think the store dropped know. you off at the wrong house or something. I know. It's been terrible. I know. Well, it's been a rough ride. It has been, Holly, but I think it's all been leading up to this crescendo. Um, because, I, I okay, I... I heard the word white horse. Like you are supposed to be the one that changes the energy. Now, I, I think it's going to be about you standing in your truth, darling. I really do. I really do. I, and I'm not yeah. saying it's going to be easy. I don't want to, by any stretch of the imagination, try to blow smoke up your derriere and tell you this is not going <laughs> to be a hard journey. Okay. This is yeah. going to be, this is going to be a fight for the ages. Okay. But, yeah. You need to believe in yourself, girl. And I listening to you even talk about you know, getting a lawyer and checking into seeing if you can get custody of the stepchild and all of it that passion is what's gonna make this happen because that's gonna rise to the top above anything else that you that really matters. That's yeah, that's the thing. You're not gonna like your concern, your love for this child is going to outweigh every uncomfortable situation you get put in. I think that's the best way that I can say it for you. Yeah. And so yeah. please hold on to that and know that even when it gets dark and it's and it's challenging, know that you have you have so much on your side and and just stand in what you know and don't lose sight of that. He would stand in what he thinks is right and you know that's true. He's going to stand in oh, his yeah. place and say this is my this is the right way and there is no other way. You need to, you need to stand, listen, and and believe in yourself because I think you can get there. I really do. I, you know, like I said, and and Donna picked up too. In the future, we see the child coming to you. There's no question about that. And and having it, it it's his decision, which is the best part of that. It's him oh, deciding. Yeah. I want to be with her, and I don't care what you people say. I want to be with her, and I don't care. That's what we see now. Please oh, no one understand. Anything that you guys that you do, anything that you do along the way, could bring that to to fruition sooner. I, I mean, you know what I mean. We see, you know, distance. Okay, time and space. Yeah. But it could certainly happen sooner if the courts make it so. So just because we're not seeing that right now, you're not, enter, you're not connected to that yet. You you haven't invested in an attorney. You haven't, you know. You are not in the mm-hmm. middle of that process. So we're not connecting to that energy. We're connecting to your situation as it stands today. So please know yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Just because we see it a certain way doesn't mean that it couldn't play out differently. 
and I mean, like, and when I say that, I mean, um, because I don't feel that it's going to turn out in a negative way. Um, I feel that, you know, there's always a possibility. There's room for an opportunity for it to happen faster. But, you know, today, as things stand at this moment, this, this moment in time coming from your energy, I feel like future. But, you know, is the boy safe, though? Is, is, is he going to be choked again by the 14-year-old? Donna, are you picking up anything? What's with what's with the fourteen year old? Does he have a does he have some kind of a problem? Is it Ain't. just his brother that he does that to, or is he so abusive far, yeah. to other? Is, is he's abusive to other children? Do you think or animals? No, I've heard that though from others that he's going to start doing it to animals and watch them die. Like there's something wrong with this child. And I told the father, you need to get that child seriously help. You know, something is wrong with him. Well, who's been bringing up that child? The dad and the mom. Yeah, and me. Okay, so did he ever live with you, the 14-year-old? Yeah. And was he, you know, a problem for quite a while? He was so sweet all these years. And then the last year, he just flipped. He just changed. He just started getting mean, evil. You know what I mean? Watching Gore. Yeah. The dad let him. That was another fight. I don't want him watching that. I don't want him listening to the bad music. Oh, he can do what he wants. And it was just a nightmare, you know. Wow. So the the boy, like, flipped the lid. I don't know. He just got so mean and cold. I feel like and it's he, hormonal with him. I do. I feel like it's hormonal. Like, it's not mental, just one. Maybe he's looking for attention or something. I don't know. Yeah, I he wants to be, not, wants to be the center of attention. That yeah. that could be Donna, and I'm not saying that it's not like a psychological yeah. issue. Oh, I what think I'm it's hormonal is, too. He has some problems. Yeah, I feel that. like the hormones kicked it off. Whatever it is, the hormones yeah. sent him into the spin. So because when he turned whatever. thirteen, that was it. Like, it was a whole different child. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He was sweet all those years, but he was—he had no compassion. He was kind of cold. Like I had to yeah. teach him yeah. when somebody falls down, you say, "Are you okay?" and you help them up because he would just sit there with a the blank look on his face when somebody got hurt or cried. Or, and I would say, "Moy, you know, you're supposed to show that you care." Like he had no compassion. It was weird, and I tried to teach him all those years. This is what you do. He would look at me like I'm nuts. Okay, so I just got some information that I want to I I want to bring this to your attention, but I don't want you to overthink this. Okay, I'll try not to. Um, yeah, please don't if you can help it. Um, but what I'm seeing is that you please do not make him. Please don't put him in a box. Do not make this. Now, don't ignore anything. So please know Mm -hmm. I'm not going down the ignore it. It'll go away. It's totally normal. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is please don't put him him in a box. And as things start to develop, if we have a certain idea or thought about how somebody is, then when other Uh things start to happen, we elaborate in our own minds. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh, you know, in six months, he's, you know, going to be a serial killer. Do you know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. we kind of 
we start to put pieces of the puzzle together that aren't really there because we're go- already going down this journey. We've already maybe had a preconceived notion that this is how he's going to turn out, but we can't paint that picture. And we need to be careful about with him. It, this is what I'm feeling, okay, is that we mm-hmm. need to be careful because <clears throat> somebody could easily do that. And the result would be him getting into a situation where that's exactly how he's going to turn out because nobody was able to see beyond and automatically put this label on him. Does that make any sense yeah, well, to you? The da- yeah, but I don't talk to him and the dad doesn't put the label on him and the dad thinks there's nothing wrong and doesn't, doesn't tell him okay. no and doesn't tell him that's wrong. Okay. Plus, and okay. then um, I had a few readings before he choked the 11-year-old that before this happened, the reading was that, that the 14-year-old is going to start choking animals and watching them die, and then when he's 17, he's going to choke his girlfriend. You know, so, I think and that was gonna, before sounds, he, Yeah, that's terrible. That was before he choked his brother. So yeah, and then when he choked his prison. brother, yeah, that's what she said, too. And when he choked his brother, I called that lady back. I go, you're not going to believe this. And, you know, it was amazing and sad, of course, but... She knew. She even knew the shed in the back of my mom's house where he's going to be, like, squishing the animals. And I told the dad, check the shed, watch him, watch him. But the dad just thinks I'm nuts and doesn't listen to anything I say. Well, so, you know, I it's a, it's a scary thing. It really is. I just, I yes. guess my point in all of this, Holly, is I don't want you to get overly worked up about this. To the point where you're day and night not sleeping because you're oh, you're just no. do you know what I mean? I don't want you yeah. to like get in that panicky feeling because of what you think this child is going to become or is becoming because it may just be that he's got some sort of imbalance going on now and and you know maybe there was a little something there and with with puberty or whatever you know, mm-hmm. things have changed and kind of kicked up the volume on that side of the house, you know, and kind of turned him into a little bit of a different person. So I just want you to keep things in perspective, I guess, is my is my best advice for you. I mean, it's got to be horrifying, but you need to also take care of yourself. And we can't live yeah. in that constant state of fear. Just stay grounded in what you know, which is he probably needs to get away from from that whole scenario. So it's not just about the 14-year-old. I think it's about overall that whole picture, right? You want mm-hmm. to be able to give him some positive things in his life by being able to have that visitation with him. So try to back off and see the big picture and how things are going to work out. Yeah, I'm just worried because, about safety. Yeah, and I I get that. Believe me, I get that. And And that may actually be something that you – dig in with a little bit more detail with any attorney coming up in the, you know, in the, in the upcoming future, but you've got to be careful Mm -hmm. there too, because you never know what's going to happen. You aren't, you know, you don't have a a legal proof. uh, Yeah. You know, it's difficult. It's difficult. Let's just say that, but you do have his Mm -hmm. story history, right? So you tried to get him before and they didn't, you know, but, but that Mm -hmm. may also come into your favor. Okay, so, um, you know, but again, an attorney is going to help you all through that. And I I just want to caution you to just be 
be mindful of the whole thing. See the whole picture and keep that in front of you. I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, I would want to see this 14-year-old get some help too. I mean, but you can't force that to happen. And, you know, you, you know, he didn't. Oh, no, the dad turned him against me. Yeah, and and that's what makes it difficult. It's like you have a connection with one but not the other, and there's a reason for that. There's, you know, there's circumstance and time and things that have happened over the over the course of that relationship. But um but that child may have, you know, his kind of his own thing going on that nobody really knows about and mm-hmm. he may be acting in a certain way because of it. So so try not to be overwhelmed with the the fear and and don't let the fear drive you uh, you know don't put the label don't just just try to keep yourself kind of at a distance and know that really what you're trying to do is is get a relationship reinstated with with the one boy and yep. you know get that fixed have that be your focus and for all the reasons that it needs to be you know he's not in a yeah. positive environment right now period Oh no, he's not. Neither is the fourteen-year-old. You know, I mean, the fourteen-year-old oh, sounds like like he's angry about things, and maybe because he's his even, little dad brother, doesn't care, and his mom doesn't care. Maybe because his little brother is getting the attention or something. I don't know, but yeah, you know, just be just because this person said that he's going to kill animals and things like that. He's has he ever done anything like that or? Like try. I don't. don't, Not that I know of. He just started choking when they moved out. Yeah. So he might not ever do something like that. You know, he might never um, hurt someone. Uh, That's for sure. Yeah. If he's got anger, it's hard to know what exactly is tied to that anger. That's the other side of this. You you know, we Mm -hmm. we can never know unless we break it down with the psychologist and and whatnot. Mm -hmm. But. But he may have anger that's coming from a place. If you said he didn't start this until after they moved out, maybe that was yep. the trigger, you know? Yeah, he probably, maybe he wishes he was back with you, you know? Yeah. It meant yep. more to him than he even knew, and he just doesn't know how to express that. So and I'm not saying any of this is right. My yeah, point in all of this, yeah. and I think Donna's is too, is to try not to cast uh, the shadow the same way that I know that you're living in fear. And I know, I believe me, Holly, when I say this, I know exactly what you're feeling. I absolutely 100% know what you are feeling. So I don't want to take that away from you. And as a mm-hmm. mother, it's very hard to separate those feelings and back away from the emotion of it all. But um, like I said, if you focus on at the end of the day, what's really right for the child that you do want to get, you know, have some more connection with the the 12-year-old and you are doing it for the right reasons, for for, mm-hmm. for big picture reasons, not the, oh, I am. You, know, you know, then I think you're going to be okay. And, and, and just try to try to maintain this emotional distance from the fear. That, that's just really it because yeah. it may be, I mean, it, with anybody, Sure, you know, I'm not saying the psychic didn't see that. They may mm-hmm. have very well seen that, but just like we're seeing, we think might you're going to connect up. Might not be true, you know. Right. Yeah. It, it could be circumstance. If Sure, if he's going along this journey and he continues to get angry and nobody addresses it and stuff like that, yeah. and he stays on this path, 
then absolutely that could be what actually ends up happening at the end of the day. But if somebody actually intercedes into that situation and changes it, uh, circumstances, who knows what's going to happen? Know. He needs counseling. I told the dad he needs counseling. But yeah. once again, the yeah. dad won't listen to me. Now, are you able to to visit with the 14-year-old, or can he come no. over to your house? No? No. So you can't see both both children? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Now, this is probably PG's show, but the dad's like, wants sex, and then he'll let me see the kids. So I'm like, no. That's disgusting, and no. That's how the dad is. Oh, darling. Well, Holly, I, I'm just, I, we are running out of time, but I just want to oh, tell sorry. you. No, 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 honey, we needed to take the time. We needed to take the time, and I'm happy to do that when we need to, and, and I, I really feel feel connected to you. Um, I just want to say, go forward and do what your intuition tells you is the right thing to do. We've seen, we've seen, he's going to come back. So please at least take some comfort in that. We do see yeah, the future and things wait. turning around. Okay. So, yeah. so know that, but move forward with what you know you want to do. Okay. Move forward okay. with that and check it out. You you never know what could happen from that. And again, like I said, Stand away from the emotional stuff with him and learn how to talk on his in a way that he'll understand without having to stoop to his level to get it done. I think you're, you, I know you are smart enough to do that. You are smart yep. enough to beat him at his own game. You got it. Yep. Okay. So you yeah. just go do it. Okay. You be about the business of getting it done because we know you can. Yeah. I will. All right, Holly. Well, we're going to be thank praying you for you and wishing you nothing but wonderful things, okay? Wishing okay, you Thank you, neighbor. All right, <laughs> darling. Take okay, care, Bye, man. guys. All right. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay. God bless, Holly. I know. Doggone She's going too you long. She is. I Sometimes I just don't understand why. These type of circumstances One of those happen. things. Yeah. But, I I mean, it makes us stronger, right? So. Yeah. We find a way. Find a way. All and right. even if things so, don't work out, you know, while the children are young, when they get a little bit older, which isn't too far off, they'll make their own decisions to have a relationship with her. Oh, absolutely. No? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. All right. And well, the we father wish won't Holly, be able to stop them. Right. Exactly. There'll yeah. be, no, and, yeah. and that's what I honestly, that's what I see. Like there'll be. I do too. The I do too. To, to interject. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be yeah. outside of his control, which is what needs to happen, yeah. quite frankly. But. You know. Right. Yeah. Okay. We have one last caller, and we're going to. I'm going to try to make this a little bit quick because I need to wrap things up and get us. Uh, Get us moving on, and I've got to, you know, i got the thing to do and the whatever. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to grab caller uh, 336-615. Hello, caller, are you there? Yes, how are you doing this evening? Good, how are you? Hi. Oh, I'm doing pretty good and compliant. What's your name, hon? Uh, my name is Miguel. Miguel. Hi, Miguel. How you ladies doing this evening? Oh, good. good. How are you? Uh, well, I just got some, some questions in my head about my fiance, and uh, I'm just 
sometimes I get these feelings and and before I go any further, I like to make I just wanna make sure that my feelings are not true or they just you know, anxiety toward getting married or or just what? Are you thinking about uh, potential for infidelity here? Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So you you suspected something like that? It stems back to um, an incident that happened in July of 2013. And we've always been able to come out and tell the truth to one another. But my yeah. dad tells me that she hasn't told me the truth about an incident that took place on the 17th of July, 2013. Hmm. And, and and that individual, sometimes I, when I feel this way, I feel like that she's been talking to this individual. Yeah. So I just have to ask you this question, Miguel, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna lean on Donna because Donna's really good at to add this and I but I have to ask, is your mother in spirit? I've got a a, a mother female figure coming through for you. Is she what now? Is she on the other side? Is she crossed over? Yes. Okay. All right. Because, <laughs> excuse me. Um, what she's telling me is you need to lean on what you know. She She's pointing out to me that, like, you already know. You already know. You already know. Um, but she says, don't blow things up in your own mind. Not make them. More than what it is, so you have an initial reaction to a situation or a phone call. Like it's like, okay, okay, thank you. What she's showing me is like if the, if if you guys were in the room together and and her phone rang, like you would have an initial reaction to her. You would be looking at her, and if she acted some kind of way, you would have a feeling about it. Oh, it's just a friend or whatever. Or you would go, huh? You know, you would perk up a little bit because like your intuition would kind of guide you to, to watch her in a certain kind of way. And so what your mother is showing me is that you already are kind of tapped into that, but she's saying don't look at her every time the phone rings is what she's kind of, she's kind of giving me a comparison. Like, um, like, you know, when something doesn't smell right, but don't make these other phone calls, not smell, you know, smell bad just because the one call did, because those five other calls that came in after that were probably her girlfriend's. So this is what your mom's trying to show me, like be able to use desertion because uh, you have that ability, but emotions sometimes will get in the way. And so you will take a situation where you will see her react some kind of way that, that your gut screams at you, this is not appropriate, this is, this makes me feel uncomfortable, there's all sorts of wrong going on, but then you can't look at her and not think that about anything that may be completely and totally innocent. So the what your mother is trying to convey to me is you need to learn how to discern what and and not 
keep the emotions in it. Because the emotions is what makes us say every phone call that you got, you know, was you being inappropriate. As opposed to reality, which was just one phone call, and this is why, and here's why. So your mother's kind of showing me, you get a little bit of emotional. And so that inhibits you from being able to use your intuition in the way that you really need to. Just dial in on what really is the problem and and don't look at all of these all of these phone you know if it's a phone call okay or you know a look that that was given to one person you know don't don't focus on every little thing she does afterwards you're questioning focus on the thing that really is the problem does that make sense to you yes it does okay it does. so Donna now I'm gonna now I'm gonna lean on you because what are you picking up energetically around this whole situation without tapping well, into her Ma- energy? Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, Miguel, I can tell that you're a wonderful man and you deserve the best. And hate to say it, but I don't think she's the best. And if you if you are questioning, you know. Um, her, you know about her and calling up then you have you have your own instinct about something that so I don't know how you could ever trust her if you were to get married how could you ever trust her you know right. you'd always be thinking about that you know she's probably beautiful and all of this and uh but you deserve really something, someone very special, because you're very special. And there are nice ladies out there for you. You know, there's someone out there. But it's up to you. If you want to um, proceed, and and it's like a test, though. But then you could be really hurt, you know, if you went through this um, and got married. Because something is telling you that you you don't trust her, so how could you marry someone like that? Right. Your your mother. I just have to. I'm sorry. I have to interject. Your mother is saying you don't have to take the walk just because you put the ring on the finger. You That's do right. not have to take that walk. So she's very adamant about this. What she wants you to do, Miguel, is really you know take a hard look at everything and don't be afraid. To say, I don't. I mean, whether you set a date, you started planning, all of those things. I know all of those things will tend to lead someone down a path that they would not necessarily take. So, if you were not engaged, you may take a different path, choose a different path, and say, you know what? I think I'm done. I'm okay. I, I think we probably see each other anymore. But you know, when you have a commitment such as an engagement and you're already into the process, it makes it a little bit more difficult with a lot of things for us to disconnect from that process and say, all these people were going to let down and she had this. It doesn't matter. What your mother is telling me now is do not, until you take that walk, don't worry about it. It's just things is what she's telling me. Don't worry about it. Do the right thing follow your intuition and she's making me feel like there has to be some communi- some communication here um 
like you can't just obviously disconnect from this individual and say we're done and that's it and I'm not you know I I feel like she's showing me there's going to be a coming of the minds together and there's going to be a dialogue where you guys sit down and you're going to put it on the table for her and let her know and I feel like there's going to be some discovery and and some stuff that comes out from that she's making me feel that for sure um but that's you know that's a whole lot of of communication and things that would probably happen as you if you choose to uh go in the direction where you say i'm not sure that i want, really want to commit to this um that dialogue the next dialogue that would take place once you have internally decided that that's the direction you want to go so i just want to put that out there your mother was very clear she did not want you to worry about you know, canceling the wedding or the engagement. Don't worry about any of that. If you have not done the walk, it's never too late. That's right. Okay. So yeah. it's up to I, you. So if you think and, if you married this person, you could trust her, um, or would you always have that suspicion? So I'm just saying, how could you marry someone if you can't trust them? Right. See, that's the thing. It's like you know, you're a good person. It's like I, it's like I know, and I just wish she would come out and tell me, so we can get behind it. Because I've told her everything she knows all my past, and it's like, like I told her, I say, you know, if you just, and I, and I come with hints. I say, you know, people have a tendency to to get over past when they know and they speak about what happened in the past. I say, you know, to forgive and forget. I said, but you, it's hard to forgive when you don't, when the other person doesn't come out or they keep secret. And I feel like she won't tell me because she sort of... I wouldn't rush into anything. Miguel, I wouldn't rush into anything, like getting married, you know, soon or anything. I I, I, I wouldn't either. And no, what I was going to say, yeah. uh, what I was going to say, Miguel, is you know, in in so just my instinct is telling me as you were kind of talking through that, I I initially went to okay, come you know, coming to God moment. Okay, you're going to have a coming to God moment with her, and that time is. This is the way that it's going to go. I feel this kind of way about what I think has been going on with you. Two things are going to happen, potentially. We're either going to sit down and you're going to tell me everything, and I may tell you that I can live with that and I can get beyond that, or I think I can, and let's maybe, you know, we, we don't, it doesn't have to be the end of everything, but you know, I'm willing to at least hang in there and see if I can trust you. Or number two, you're going to sit here and you're not going to tell me everything. And I'm going to believe what I feel in my gut. And I'm going to have to let this end. Or you're going to tell me everything. And I realize the minute comes that it comes out that I can't trust you again. And it's going to be over. So, so, so really when it all boils down to is at the end of the day, she has a chance 
that it could work, that you could potentially move forward from whatever she is going to tell you. Or she may say that, look, it's not anything like you think that it is, and you may, at your gut, believe her all of a sudden and have that ability to let go and believe that she's true with what she's saying to you. You know, this is where you need to lean on your intuition more than ever. But I do see this coming to God moment with her. I do. And, you know, I I think you're going to have to lay it out to her in a way that she understands. You cannot feed me a tale when I know that something's up and I don't feel good about it. And even if you sit here and tell me, that you're not doing this or you're not doing that. I feel a certain kind of way about it, and I'm never going to trust you, and I'm always going to question this. So for me, that's not the right thing. Do you know what I'm saying? Do you, do you feel where I'm going with that? Yes, I do. I do. Yeah. How can you live like that? It's hard. You know? And then if if people get married and, you know, they can't trust the other person, then if they get divorced, you, you know, then there's alimony and all the stuff, and it's his children. It just makes things, you know, just very involved. Absolutely. So you have to be absolutely sure. Yeah. Miguel, I think it comes down to that, that conversation. I mean, you just need to get real with her, and that's really the bottom line with this. You just need to get real with her and let her know how dire the straits are, you know? You have a shot at us being together. And that shot is going to be your honesty, and that's the only way to get there. But even that may not work. So you just need to be clear with her. You know, outline your expectations and just go for it. Just tell her this is how it is, you know, because she may surprise you. And what she says may be no big deal, and you may be able to just deal with it. But at least she came with you to you with a real with the with the truth. You may be able to accept that and live with it, and that's okay. At least you know everything, or you will feel comfortable that you know everything. Right. So, Miguel, we wish you nothing but wonderful things. Nothing but wonderful things. Please call us back and let us know how things are going with you, my dear. I will. I'll keep you posted. Yeah. Okay, okay. Miguel. Thank you. All right, things will work out, you know. Okay. Absolutely. Wish you the best. Thank you. All right. God Thanks. bless you, dear. Right. Okay, bye-bye. bye-bye. All right. Well, Donna, I have officially yes, reached the end. I've got to put my shoes on and drive up okay, the street. Okay, get ready, girl. I know. I know. I want to thank everybody. Thank you, Donna. Thank you, everybody who's oh, been in chat and hanging out thank with you. us. Thank you. Yeah. It's been a great night. I appreciate everybody. Yep. Much love. Mm-hmm. Donna, let's set a date. The challenge is on for the for – the, uh, <laughs> we are doing this. We are doing this. Hey, if you're not good, I'm going to come over there and spirit form and whack you on the shoulder. All right. (laughs) Now, wouldn't that be funny? I will have the coffee on, my dear. I mean, it's not like you have to be a dead person. It's not like you have to have a person that actually is dead to come over and whack you on the shoulder or something. You know, why can't be the spirit of a live person? That's right. So I could do that. Sure. We already know that's true. Okay, we're going to set the date. And so so for those of you on oh, the phone. Oh, I don't know about the date. I don't want to set the date yet. I got oh, well, I I things to do. <laughs> I got to get my mind me. in the right place. I don't know. We'll work what, it what out. Think about we'll it. Work it out. I got to practice. I got to practice, gonna, you know. So, 
So for those of you who were not tuned in earlier, Donna <laughs> is going to astral project to my house for coffee talk. That'll so be so we're, much fun. We are going to do an experience. Uh, it's going to be so much fun. It's going to be so much fun. So I'm going to leave her to uh, figure out what she's going to do to get herself ready to come for a visit because I'm so excited <laughs> to have company. So that is too funny. Oh, we're going to have a That's blast. That's going to be so oh, funny. Right. I'm going to come over and move things around your house. You won't know who did it and everything. I would love that. Love that. Yeah, wouldn't that be fun? Bring, well, I'm, bring I'm going to have to Lou. practice. You have to bring Cindy Lou. You have to bring Cindy Lou. Bella needs a play date, so bring Cindy Lou. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't think Cindy Lou, I, I don't think she can do astral projection, though. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> She's a little toy Put her on your lap. It's okay. It's all right. Put her on your lap. It's okay. All well, right. Darling. Okay, my dear. I, you guys, uh, bless you. Many, many blessings. And Donna will speak soon. Love Take you care, all. Love you too, okay. darling. Bye-bye. Okay. See you next week. Yep. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye.